Yeah, I'm tapping my foot to that intro. That was great. <laughs> yeah, gotta gotta get us pumped up. Why? Because we got Pierce Sparrowsheimer in the house, filmmaker. That's right, director, writer in the house. Welcome, brother. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for everybody who's watching. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Who's the, who, who? Who do we got in the heezy here? We got Jake Hall in the house saying hello, Pierce. What's and up, Jake? Movie, movie Dojo Army. We got Brian Sanchez. Danny boy, that's right, that's right. And uh, Calumity is here, that's right. He's, oh, hell yeah, I finally get to see Fat Samurai Guy live. Uh, good seeing you, brother. That's right, we got everybody here in the house. Pierce, how how have you been, my brother? Have you been crazy busy recently? Yeah, yeah, things have been good. It's uh, The movie's now out, so it's been a, a totally new thing, you know, seeing a movie that I made actually out in the world and uh trying to figure out how to how to navigate that <laughs> yes 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 copy that well uh, we appreciate uh me and the movie dojo army uh because we're kaiju fans over here my friend like this whole channel we represent action martial arts and horror but we love our creature features my friend so uh we were like yeah we gotta get pierce on here man that's right oh my goodness you got another uh hello there you got badasses showing up in the chat there. Hello. That's mom at the bottom. Hi, mom. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yes, I see it now. <laughs> Hello, mom. How's it going? I apologize up front for my uh, language. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, what's going on, Heather? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What a what a generous donation from Danny Boy, the badass. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for supporting the channel, Danny Boy. Uh, much love. From Manchester, England. Thank you so much, my friend. Oh wow, Ooh, caught me off caught me off guard there. Thank you so much, Danny. You 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 rock. So uh, before we jump right into crabs, man, uh, what what got you the bug to get into filmmaking, my friend? Um, I Inspir inspirations, motivations, all that stuff. Cool. Yeah, I I didn't love school growing up. Um, who does? Who does? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i liked i liked instead of like trying to write papers or anything like that i really liked doing uh creative things and i would try to get out of writing papers so i um i would convince my teachers to let me make movies instead because i thought that was a lot more fun and my siblings and i we would like we would just take the video camera that we had and uh the movie the only movie we knew like every word to was um uh Billy Madison. And so we would just recreate Billy Madison with all of us as the actors. Love it. And so I just started doing like um, short stop motion animations. Uh, oh, wow. Instead of doing papers in school. So I made like a 15 minute version of the Odyssey. And then I did uh, Great Expectations. And I did it in like the South Park style with the little paper cutouts. Um, and then I realized that like I didn't, there wasn't anything else that really interested me in the same way that filmmaking did. Um, right. I just kept going. And then it was, uh, I did like a bunch of independent studies uh, in college and filmmaking and trying to make like shorts. They're all, they're all not, they're not on YouTube. They're really terrible, but it was each one was like trying to teach myself how to do something I hadn't done before. So I did like a gore focused one and then a, a fancy cinematography focused one. So the stories were kind of whatever, but um, right. Right. And then uh, I started, uh, I got a job off of Craigslist out of college and that led to another project and then that led to another project. And then the producers I was working with um, were like, Hey, we know you want to direct something. Um, 
what do you want to direct? And we, we started raising money for this completely other, this separate, this other movie. Uh, and then the best piece of advice I ever got was, um, you know, if, if you're not totally in love with the movie that you're going out to make, uh, don't make it because you might get stuck with it as the director for the next four years. And Crabs right. took us eight. So I was really wow. glad that I went back to the producers and was like, hey, I actually really want to make this Crabs movie. Can we do this instead? Nice, yeah. nice. No, that's that's very well said. You know, if you don't have a passion behind the project, uh, it's going to show, you know. Oh, yeah. It's going to show in the, in the end result. Uh, you were a producer for these other projects here. Would you like to talk about that? Oh, yeah, Sunbelt Express. So that I started out as um, I, I wasn't really even hired by I, I like I wasn't paid or anything. I was just a uh, like a PA, but not even paid as a PA. I, I started really early, but I was like, you know, if I can come on to set and work uh, mm. do it for free, I'll give up my summer and we'll you know, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll be on set doing whatever you need me to do. But I'd love to be in every meeting. So don't pay me, but let me observe everything and so you were a sponge yeah so the director and the producer noah lang and evan booksbaum uh said sure come on come on board and uh after like the first 10 days on set they're like hey you're producing so we got to give you a producing credit and so i got a producing credit on that and then they hired me on another movie right afterwards um but it was really uh yeah diverged so that was the second one that i did i was the uh we had like three different units for that film. And so I was producing the upstate New York unit. Um, and that was the first one where I had a lot more sort of flexibility to, to take charge. Um, and then it was after the diverge that, uh, okay. that we went into making crabs, but it was great. I mean, learning on the fly like that was just awesome because I, I got to see, and especially on Sunbelt, I was, uh, I was working, I was like, I was driving around the actors and then I was getting to be behind the scenes with the director and producers. And so I was getting to see like the issues that the actors were having on set with then getting to see like what was going on with the directors and the producers. So I was able to, because I wasn't hired by anybody, I didn't really have any motivation on either side of the, you know, whether it's what the actors want or what the director wants. I was able to like solve some problems that they otherwise weren't able to solve. Uh, which I think really helped me get a producer credit on the film. All right. All right. All right. Nice. Nice. A uh, quick question. Uh, we, yeah. We're going to jump the gun. We're jump the gun here for you, Pierce. Kalumini cool. says, uh, where can I watch crabs? Oh, sweet. Um, it is on iTunes, uh, Apple TV, which is also kind of iTunes, Google play, Amazon Prime, and then we have a Blu-ray uh, available on Amazon too. Oh, it's also on Vudu too, as well. I think yes. there's also you can also get it on YouTube, but YouTube might also be Google Play, so it's uh, it's it's all over the place. It's right, not streaming right. anywhere, so it's not on any SVOD or AVOD services yet. But um, we're only doing uh, like video sales and rentals. Copy that. Copy that. And you know, thanks to. You know, Raven Banner, that's right. The Banner of Badassity, that's right. Uh, helping to distribute the movie. So shout out to Michael Past and all those badasses over there. But yeah, man, congratulations, Piers, for all the positive feedback. And, Thank uh, you. You, know, you know, having the official selections at all these festivals, you know, they, I think everyone was excited uh, to uh, premiere your movie. So Crabs, 
It's crabs, crabs. Uh, <laughs> that song is stuck in my head now. By the way, uh, it's on but, Spotify uh, too. The soundtrack, the whole soundtrack's on Spotify. So if you really? want to see the end I have a question. Song. I have a question about the Blu-ray release uh, special CD that Raven Banner's selling. But we'll get mm -hmm. to that a little bit later. Uh, so this obviously this is a passion project from you. So did you always have a love for uh, the old school classic? B movie or the creature features or kaiju films was that always something you wanted to do? Did you always have a love oh, for yeah. that genre? Yeah, oh, let's, that, let's like growing talk up, then. those those were always my favorite movies. Like my one of my favorite movies of all time is Eight Legged Freaks, and yes, I, I love that movie. That movie doesn't get enough love, dude. Seriously, it's, so it's underrated, man. I agree. Yeah, we we saw that I, in theater. We were busting up. I got to see oh, that at the drive-in, which was just it was so that's cool. perfect. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I love that, you know, horror movies when I was growing up, I always felt like were really fun. Yeah. Like there's just this, especially creature features. They're just, there's like, like tremors, um, starship troopers. Like there's yes. just a fun element to it. Classic. And as I got older, I, I, a lot of the movies started taking themselves really seriously. And I, I was like, well, what happened to that? that vibe right like the, right. the, the, the fun, fun vibe and so yeah. i knew that's what i wanted to try to capture with with crabs is like the fun vibe that i grew up with in in creature features and kaiju movies too like i loved i loved the guys in suits like power rangers um you know ultraman the guy all the yes. old films you, like said, you just said Monster. ultraman you just said ultraman we're brothers now oh yeah i i can't wait i miss shin ultraman in theaters Shin Godzilla is like one of my top five movies of all time. It, nice, I, it's nice. It's brilliant, and I can't wait to see Shin Ultraman. But it's only in theaters yesterday and today, and I, I missed it. Oh. But it should be out soon enough. I'm, I'm yeah, very excited. That's for that. gonna be a blind buy. Like as soon as oh, it comes out on Blu-ray, I'm just gonna go ahead and buy it. Like, I, got, I got my old Ultraman little section over here. Got represents on. That's awesome. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's that's that is awesome. Any any favorite? Uh, Gamera or Godzilla movies that stick out to you besides Shin? Uh, Destroy All Monsters, I think, is the is my favorite. Nice. Like, nice. I love the original too. Um, oh yeah. It's it's just like knowing that there wasn't like like that hadn't been done before. That that story about uh, it just it captures such an interesting time and like looking at like I've I, I've I've been to Japan a whole bunch of times. My grandfather lives there, and oh wow. So I got to I got to see and we did a bunch of traveling uh, when I was a kid to look at like uh, like the the historical sites of World War Two. And so watching Godzilla in that context is really interesting. And then yeah. seeing the Japanese culture today and how much that one movie was a cultural sort of point in time and then getting to watch it and like seeing all the effects of that movie over the years has been really it's been really cool to see that too oh yeah yeah, yeah. definitely uh jake said he saw shin and he really enjoyed it so we're Good. jealous jake we're jealous we're gonna, i am jealous we're right behind you we're right behind you uh in terms of watching it but yeah i i i'm, I'm so happy you're a fan uh of the genre and you know uh like my buddy uh from uh, entertainment talk nation uh rob big shout out to rob uh, his channel is all about the kaiju. That's his whole channel. Oh, cool. And uh, he mentions several times that this is probably 
the most popular the kaiju genre has been as a whole. You know, you have that film. I mean, from all over the world, everyone's oh, yeah. making their own kaiju movie. You know, there's uh, uh, the troll that you know that you can watch on Netflix, right? And then you have Thailand's making their own kaiju monster mm-hmm. movie, and this is like. Then you have the legendary, you know, uh, pictures, the monsterverse or whatever they're calling yeah, it, monsterverse. Yeah. And then Godzilla's going back to Japan, and they're going to be making more Godzilla movies over there. So now is the time, really, the, to to really celebrate. And uh, Crabs is perfect timing, Pierce. You know, I Crabs agree. is out, man. Crabs is it out. It was not but timed yeah. intentionally this way because we shot I know. eight years ago, but it I'm glad it's yeah. working out. <laughs> yeah, but I love the the uh, the kaiju creature feature B movie vibe poster. Uh, definitely is a throwback to the old classic uh versions you know you know posters like them and the blob and stuff like mm-hmm. that i love it but i actually really enjoy the foreign poster man me too i love that dude one. this is dope <laughs> this isn't is that great. awesome <laughs> i i that am is so, like perfect japan is going all out for the release of this movie and i've been on twitter it's called uh killer kabuto gami in japanese like killer horseshoe crab and okay on twitter it's amazing. I mean, it's going to go to 40 theaters around Japan. They're doing like a road show. It's coming out on uh, January 20th in Japan. And they have like full banners that they're putting in movie theaters uh, and like the marquee. And they have. No um, way. It's, it's it's super cool. People are putting uh, pictures up. There's like advertising in public restrooms on the mirrors of a horseshoe crab that says that has our logo and everything like that. So they're they're promoting it like it's. Like it's a big movie, which is really it's really cool to see. Um, like I'm I'm so influenced by Japanese culture and Japanese movies and kaiju that like getting accepted by yeah. the Japanese audience is just that's like it's the coolest thing ever to get to see how much effort they're putting into the promotion of the movie. It's really that cool. Is amazing. I did not know that. Well, congratulations, man. It's yeah, well deserved. You. Well deserved. And, uh, you know, definitely watching the film, not just, you know, I didn't just see the love for the kaiju genre, but I definitely got critters and goonies and (laughs) and gremlins vibes, uh, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, later. Uh, But before we jump right into crabs, uh, first, before I forget, this movie, guys, has (laughs) one of Samurai Guy's favorite movie titles. (laughs) <laughs> transitions in this film <laughs> it is hilarious i can't show it i can't show it nope. but it's hilarious and i was like okay i'm on board i'm on, i was on board right away when i was watching the movie with that nice. that That's title awesome. that title sequence was hilarious uh but i do have a little bootleg snippet to show you badasses <laughs> watching so you can see the uh the the comedic tone that the movie is going for and nails so let's check out this little clip from Crabs. Babe, you better put that down. Oh, me and my wife were busting up, man. We were busting up. There you go, guys. That's the type of humor 
it's perfect it's perfect it's hilarious love it uh but yeah man uh in terms of effects um was there was there animatronics involved there's a little bit of uh i know a little bit of remote control for the the crabs mm-hmm. when they go by and also puppetry it kind of looks like right oh yeah mostly all practical yeah, we did we tried to do initially i wanted to do everything practically but there was a couple things we just couldn't we just couldn't do practically so um we had puppets like a lot of the time there's a guy at the end of a table or like a going like this with a puppet uh, right. we, got, we got a couple puppets and then we had crabs that um we could pump full of blue blood and then crush so that it would explode everywhere and then we had the remote control ones and then like the when she's holding the crab there's a we did this the wrong way but she's okay. holding a puppet and then somebody's standing behind him behind the camera and pulls it with a string so it goes flying at the camera but then we added the animated arms and legs okay. in post and just post. tracked it in there to add some because we couldn't get the arms and legs moving like an animatronic that was just too expensive that was right. way outside of our budget so yeah we did the the Anytime there's like a very specific animation, that's that's CGI. But we tried to have the practical effect always be the the base for any of the CGI. So like later in the film, there's a scene where um, uh, there's just a little crab in an alleyway, and we used an entirely CGI uh, model for it. But the way that we did the um, the texture was we took. 3d photos of the of the puppet and then oh. textured the model using the puppet's texture so that it looks as close to the the actual puppet as we could get it nice nice yeah it's, it's called tricks of the trade tricks of the trade yeah. whatever tricks whatever of the, works you make a whole bunch of mistakes and then that's what <laughs> <you get. laughs> oh man uh the location of where you filmed the film where where, where is this at uh that is mendocino so we filmed um, in two towns in way uh, northern California, um, one of them is Mendocino and the other is Fort Bragg, and they're about 10 minutes away from each other. Um, and so where the final kaiju fight is, is uh, is Mendocino, but most of the town is actually filmed in Fort Bragg, uh, but we made it look like it all takes place in Mendocino. So according to the movie, it's Mendocino, but okay. most of it's actually Fort Bragg. Okay. Yeah, there were some great location shots uh, in the film, yeah, for sure. We lucked out. It's where my grandmother lived. Um, and so I knew, I wrote the movie specifically for um, for the location. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I love this little foreshadowing scene here. You got oh, the yeah. little, the kaiju video game there on the game, on the, on the game boy there. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, we that lucked at that. The, uh, the little um, pixel creatures were yeah. actually based on uh, we had a storyboard artist that storyboarded the whole most of the movie um, and uh, the designs there are a little bit different than like the final designs for the monsters but yeah. those were the original designs that I had in my mind for what the final kaiju fight would look like and then we had to adapt them so that it would actually work with somebody in a suit but before right. we had done that our our storyboard artist took his concepts and sent it to his buddy who does pixel art and he made it for us. And then we animated it and, uh, no way. That is yeah, awesome. those, if, you, if, if you have the Blu-ray, there's like uh, storyboard animatics. Um, and you can see the original, uh, monster designs for the final. All fight. right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, the the over the top humor is this is is what samurai guy loves, uh, especially when you have scenes like you know we have our, <laughs> we have our young brother super genius you know testing out technology and you know he almost he almost murders the sheriff but it's all yep. right it's all right <laughs> it's fun even the sheriff is like laughing about it you know he's like what are you kids doing in there while I'm outside <laughs> I'm outside you know smoking my weed and making songs about it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? That's a hit. That's a, That's hit. a hit. That's right. Yeah. That's a hit. He wrote uh, that song. The actor just wrote that song. Uh, he actually came up to me on set and was like, "Hey, I've got this idea. My character, like, I think he, I think he would sing a song because he's right. a, so Robert Craighead is a country western singer, and so he at lunch one day just went off by himself and wrote that song that he sings about smoking weed, Hilarious. and then filmed it." Uh, while we were doing a setup for some other shot and it made it into the movie. But yeah, that was just him making a song up. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. Growing it and smoking it too. Yep. That is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, some of the, the other visual effects. Uh, who? Oh, I lost you. Hello? Am I back, Pierce? Let oh, me know. Yeah, you're I'm... back now. Yep. Okay, okay. That's what happens when you're live, you guys. You don't know <laughs> what the internet's going to do, uh, but we got to keep rocking and rolling. Uh, visual effects. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, so yeah. The, the whale shot um, was done by a team in Vietnam, which is the, the whole movie had 380 VFX shots. And so when we started um, pricing it out, we realized that we just couldn't we couldn't do that in the United States or Canada. It just it was way too expensive. So we brought right, it right. abroad to do the vast majority of it, and then came back to LA to kind of clean everything up and make it because there's a lot of different artists working on it in Vietnam. So we needed it to be to have a, a level of consistency that uh, our LA artists went through and like cleaned everything up. Um, but that shot's uh, directly out of the Vietnamese team, and they modeled the whale and did all the guts and everything. It was really fun to nice. watch them actually model that it was cool well speaking of guts you guys know samurai guys at gore hound i love the horror and the gore man and there's some great gore shots in here man sorry everybody <laughs> watching <laughs> samurai guy shows it i take risks uh i gotta show the love but uh yeah yeah crabs yeah love the loved a lot of the gore it's very appreciated a, a film with balls you can't you can't have a creature feature horror movie without gore, man. You know, I, I mean, some some of them are fun, some of them can be done, but it's rare. Gotta have some fun. Can you imagine like Tremors being like G rated? It's just not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop! Cut out again. Uh, oh, let me know back. when I'm back. All right. You're back. Yeah, I was saying uh, uh, a lot of fun characters in the film. I enjoyed the brothers. You know, they had a lot of great, a lot of great chemistry. Everybody had good chemistry uh, for sure. Am I back? Yeah, out. Our actors were great. Right. They did a right. really spectacular job. Yes. Yes. Especially uh, the, the teacher that I think we all wish we had in yeah. high school. <laughs> uh, she was fun uh, as well. Now, you know, you know, I got to talk about Radu. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I got to talk about Radu. So 
the actor Chase uh, Paget. Yep. Uh, did he come in and have to uh, audition for this? How did you create the character of Radu? Okay, so Ra- Radu came from a whole bunch of different places, and he is okay. a he's sort of a a quilt of different ideas and characters all into what you see and um originally radu was supposed to be about 14 and i wanted to create a character that uh was absurd like the most absurd character i could possibly create to the point where you think that he like in the beginning of the movie he's the weirdest part of the film right by the end of the movie i wanted him to be the straight man and for the audience commenting on the insanity that all the other characters are engaging in like building a giant mechanical shark overnight and like i needed i needed some way to transition the movie from this is the kind of the real world to we're in cloud cuckoo land and radu was one of the ways that i wanted to do that and so so radu yeah radu was supposed to be 14 um and we had a casting agent send us a whole bunch of people uh, but one of the things that kept happening was that people were doing very specific accents and I didn't want Radu to be from anywhere. Like in the movie, we never talk about where he's from. We use made up gibberish words for, uh, all the science in the movie, but also yeah. for all of his like language, whatever language he's speaking, it's as gibberish as the sciences. And so I really, and, and I didn't want him to speak like, anybody from anywhere i wanted him to sound like somebody that you know you had no idea where to place him so a lot of the actors were doing very specific accents and that wasn't working so we uh uh we were running into like a deadline and we're like oh i don't i don't know what we're gonna do here we got to rewrite the character um and then our casting agent was like well i've got somebody he's not what you were asking for but you should take a look at his audition and chase was just radu that's what he did like what he did on set was what he did on the edition and we're like oh my god he's perfect so then we uh on set um like my least favorite radu scenes in the movie are when he's using my dialogue because my dialogue was like stilted and in as sort of sing-songy back and forth as i possibly could make it yeah um but then i just one day heard chase saying things as radu offset and it was so much funnier than anything i had wrote that from that point on i would i mean chase is a professional so he knew exactly what we needed from the dialogue that was on the page but then i would let him riff and so the vast majority of radu's dialogue is me giving chase a prompt and him just going with it Right, right, right. The funniest right. scenes in the movie for me are are Chase improvising, and that's what he 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 does. He's a he's an improv actor too, so he's oh okay, exceptionally good at it. And uh, and so yeah, so especially Radu's, with with this scene of, here, yep, with this scene here. Oh my god, when he was talking shit to the to one of the crabs, yep. I think one of uh, one of the lines that had me busting up was he was like, "You look like my grandma's neck," or something. Yep. <laughs> that is that's probably that's my second favorite scene of the movie is um radu just improvising there and we like i was in the edit and i could not decide what takes to use for this scene so i was just like well we're just gonna we're just gonna use all of them (laughs) 
<laughs> Fuck it, we just use all of them. Nice. Yeah. Oh my. But they're all God. funny, so why not just have all of them? <laughs> and we oh we didn't actually God. use all of them. We just got half, and the other right. half are on the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So you get yeah. to see the extras. Uh, one of the things I enjoyed about the film, besides Radu's uh, ad-libbing moments, which was hilarious. He had. I wish I could remember a, a, lot, a lot of them, but um, I love how the crabs had voices and they talk shit. <laughs> Those were also Chase. Really? Chase did all the crab voices, too. Wow. Yep. Well, shout out to Chase. Great job. But yeah, man, every time they're on the side just watching humans and just talking, you know, just like... Yeah, oh that's, ex- that's exactly it. Yep. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, man. I, I was I was busting up. Was there a little bit of that in Eight-Legged Freaks? A yep. little. Aha! There I was. See you that's that's I where see I stole it from, there. yep. And gremlins and critters and all that. But yeah, yeah Eight-Legged Freaks yeah, had yeah. Uh, the little chittering voices. Oh, my God. But yeah, just... <laughs> God. Karen, I can smell clouds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, But yeah, I was just, some of the things Radu was doing, man, I was, I was rolling, man, rolling. I mean, who doesn't have a ninja sword, right? Right. (laughs) I should have grabbed one. I should have grabbed one of mine. I blew it. It's over there. I I wanted to grab one of mine. That say who doesn't have a ninja sword. Oh, perfect. Perfect. But yeah, man, I love the, uh, definitely the second stage. Oh, you cut out again. All right. Let me know when I'm back, Pierce. Oh, yep. You're back. All right. Yeah. Uh, we had some fun CGI moments, but I love the practical suits, man. I love the second stage that the crabs eventually uh, form. Uh, but yeah, you know, when it, when we got to the prom scene, it was one of my favorite scenes in the movie because when the crabs show up, they're like, fuck your prom. Yep. <laughs> they're like fuck this tender moment and everybody dancing no we we about we about taking over we gonna start djing all right we'll start djing have a good time you know not everybody gonna make it you know what i'm saying we gonna feast you know <laughs> but yeah all these fun little moments man especially kicking one of the crabs and uh, they go through the basketball hoop you have the score. I mean, it's just really hilarious. I mean, what else do you want, guys? I mean, we got crab chair shots. You know what I'm saying? We got chair shots. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's just great stuff. It's great stuff. But yeah, man, love the suits. And like you said earlier, there's something about guys in suits. I agree. You know, and I the design for the for the second stage is great, man. Thank you. Who made yeah, the that, designs um... for the suits? There was a an artist, Randall Kaplan, who uh, had worked with our our creature designer um, Jim Ojala, and Randall Kaplan uh, did all of the sketches for what the what the creatures would look like. And it was really that was a really fun part of the making of the movie was getting to describe and decide like how the suits were going to look. And the original inspiration was, if anybody plays Pokemon, it was uh, Kabuto and Kabutops. Okay, okay. But it, those creatures, like uh, Kabutops, is too skinny. You couldn't, you couldn't actually get a guy into a Kabutops suit. So uh, we had to plump it up and and add some some other things so that a it it doesn't look exactly like the Pokemon, but also uh, so that a person can actually be inside it and all of the mechanisms to make him move and you know make the jaw move and stuff like that could actually be in the suit 
Nice. Yeah, man. I loved it. I uh, really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Especially when you when you see these guys walking around. I was like, where where's Ultraman? You know, when is Ultraman yeah. gonna show up and kick these guys' ass? Uh but yeah, you know. Oh, I lost you again. Let me know there when I'm back. You're, yeah. Yep, you're back. Uh, I thought at first uh, Radu was just going to be like a small little minor character. I was not expecting him to show up later as Ninja yeah. Warrior Radu. <laughs> I think he everyone just... expects him to die. I mean, that's yes. part of it is like the other yes. character in these genre movies always dies yeah. right away, which right. which is i don't like that so i wanted him to be a hero in his own right like i really yeah. wanted him to the audience expects him to be one thing in the beginning of the movie and then i hope by the end he's something completely different yes well ninja ninja warrior radu uh i think another one of my favorite shots or scenes in the film is when they're driving through the town and they're just seeing the carnage play out and the crabs mm -hmm. are everywhere the crabs are controlling people uh just really great stuff here pierce was this was this tough to shoot all this carnage yeah that was a long night we actually um the way we shot it uh was actually so we we blocked off about uh a block and a half of of downtown fort bragg and then set up one side of the street and shot all one direction and just shot up and like down down one side of the street and then flipped it and shot the other but we did all of it in one take. So no way. Yeah. So the whole one side of the street was all one take and the other side of the street was all another take. But the problem with that was that driving down, you know, a block and a half is only about 20 seconds long, maybe, maybe 30 seconds long. Yeah. So each of those shots is only 30 seconds each. So it's like a minute of footage, but this is supposed to be the big, the town is being destroyed part of the movie and having it just kind of go by in 30 seconds didn't work in the edit. So we ended up having to cut it up and then intersperse it with what's happening in the car in order to get the scene that's in the movie. But there are, there are, there is a version where it's just literally one take on one side and one take on the other. So then oh. it, we overly complicated it to the point where we, sh we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> we yeah. should have done like individual portions moving up and down the street. Um, yeah. Because we would, I was I was directing it as if we needed each of the beats to happen in sequence. So if one didn't work, we'd have to reset the whole thing and run it again. Um, I'm a big fan of long one takes. Uh, yeah. So I was trying to do that here, but in the edit, it just it just didn't play as well. So we cut it up. Right. It still worked in the film, though. Oh, good. You know, Thank you. It definitely worked your scene. Am I still there? Let me know if I'm there. Yeah. Yep, now you're back. <laughs> I don't know if I disappeared again. Okay, okay. You did for a second, uh, but you're back. But yeah, back it's now. one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite scenes uh, in the film. And if you're if you're a fan of one takes, uh, check out Scott Atkins' action movie, One Shot. I think you'll enjoy oh, I've that. I've heard of check that. that. I haven't out. seen it. Yeah, check check that out. That's that's good stuff. Uh, love the homage here to Jurassic Park, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Smarty bitches. That was great. Great. That's one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. I couldn't. I couldn't not reference it. <laughs> it's 
you know, I'll never forget. You know, if I if I if I made a list, I don't know. Maybe I might samurai guy might do a video of this in the future. But if movie like cinema going movie magic moments experiences, Jurassic Park is there. Me too. Jurassic Park is there because I didn't see because you know nowadays you have five billion trailers for for a movie. You have TV spots, all that stuff, right? And some of the stuff gets, you know, spoiled and ruined, right? But for some reason, when Jurassic Park came out, I barely saw anything on TV. I didn't even know, like, there was that one quick shot of a T-Rex chasing the Jeep, and it goes by really fast, and I didn't even know what I just saw. Yeah. So when I... Uh-oh. I lost you again. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Let me know when I'm back. Okay. All right, you're back. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea what I was about to watch. So that was like that blew me away, Jurassic Park seeing that in the theater. Agreed. Uh but but yeah, the carnage through the town, but at the same time, you know, the yeah. crabs gotta get lit. The crabs gotta get lit. You know what I'm saying? Gotta play some games, get drunk, you know, have some stuff, some pretzels, you know, peanuts. <laughs> Definitely was enjoying that gremlins vibe, my friend. Thank now you. this where they were creating the <laughs> I was busting up with this because it was so the com, the comedic parts were so all over the place and over the top that I was enjoying it but was this a reference to anything no the uh not directly it it, it the idea came from like old Nickelodeon commercials yes yes that, that's a vibe I got that was the thought process um but this was I think the crew had thought at this point that I had lost my mind because we were filming that scene at like three o'clock in the morning and there's no prep, like almost no prep for any of the, there there was, I can't say no prep, but there was uh, like, we cleaned out this location and I didn't know how to, what we were going to do to film this scene because it was supposed to be at this other location. And anyway, it's a long, complicated story, but basically we get to the set and the idea is, to find things. It was a real uh, shipbuilders, a ship mechanics uh, barn. And so everything that's like in the cockpit at the end of the movie, we found on that set. And so I'm running around picking stuff up being like, okay, well, why, why don't you say this here? And then let's say this now. But I knew that it, like, I knew that if we tried to make the audience genuinely think that these characters built a, mecha robot in like six hours <laughs> that nobody was gonna follow me to the end of the movie they'd all right. be like this is absurd like you've jumped the shark too far we're not going with you and so i had this like okay we need to literally let the audience know that this is absurd to the point where we have to talk to the audience directly gotcha. and if okay. we don't do that there's a good chance that like no one's gonna see through the rest of the movie with us so I was like, okay, we got to, we got to do this and reference this, and it's going to be in a montage, so it's not going to matter and whatever. Right, right. And I'm pretty sure the crew was like, "You've lost your mind. <laughs> like, this, is, this is never going to work. We don't know what. Like, we thought this is one thing, and now it's something else." Yeah. I'm like, no, we we at least have to have the footage. Like, we'll decide in the edit, but let's at least get the footage. And uh, I'm really, I love, I love it. I, it, to me, the, like trying like almost going tim and eric levels of ridiculous here yeah yeah is the way that we get to the ending because 
if we didn't have that, I genuinely think that like people would get to the, that point of the movie and be like, I'm out, I'm done. <laughs> and so I just need to be like, okay, I, if you're on board at, with this, then everything else you're going to be totally game for. Right, right. No, that actually that thought process, your thought process totally makes sense. Uh, you know, especially like jump, everybody get on board with the yep. absurdity because we're going, we're cranking it up to 11. Uh, and I tried to signpost like through the movie, like different levels of absurd as we're, I try to continually ramp it up. But that was the point where enough people were t- like asking me, how are they building this overnight? Like, h- how is this supposed to work? We don't quite understand that. I'm like, it has to work because that's what the story does. <laughs> like, like I need to get to the kaiju Don't fight. ask questions. Right. Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. don't think too hard about this. You have and, crabs, uh, you have crabs getting drunk and DJing. Stop asking questions. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, no, that that cracked me up. But yeah, I, I was getting that Nickelodeon vibe. But we got we got to get to the 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 ending, man. The kaiju fight throwdown, which brought which is what brought Samurai Guy to the dance, and uh, really enjoyed it, man. Was Thank this you. a difficult? Uh, was this a difficult to shoot the 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 final showdown? Shooting it itself wasn't terribly difficult, but figuring out how to do it was a nightmare because I really wanted to do it. um, I really wanted to film on a miniature set. I wanted to do it as traditionally like old school Godzilla as I possibly could. But when we started pricing that out, it was just, it was just too expensive. And so I then, and, and and my producers had never really done any visual effects like this. And so it was this total, we don't know how to do this luck trying to figure it out right. kind of thing. And so I, oh, and, and to add insult to injury, we had already shot the cockpit scene. So we shot the, all of the interiors of um, the main character at the, at, at the wheel were already shot and finished and so we had to anything we did had to sort of work within that confine so we had the suits and i came up with the idea well why don't we use a drone to film the backgrounds and we'll film it on a green screen and then we'll put the drone footage in the background and sort of layer it in order to get the miniature effect and then i also wanted to one of the things that like old Godzilla movies, um, they always move in real time. But what I learned from watching Pacific, and it, it never seemed strange to me, you know, when I watched those, it just seemed like they're obviously yeah. guys in suits. But when I watched Pacific Rim, I noticed that depending on the distance from the camera, the creatures move at different speeds. So I wanted to, and that added to the sense of like size and and weight of the of the creatures. So I wanted to take the techniques from Pacific Rim and do a traditional kaiju fight using some of those more modern techniques. So we filmed it at uh, 300 frames per second in order to be able to like ramp the speed of the shots. Ah, okay. But the problem with that is that um, when we got into post and we sent it to the team in Vietnam, uh, it turns out that we didn't know what we were doing with our tracking markers. A, we put sand on the ground. And so every time they stomp, the sand blooms up, which then creates a nightmare to cut the green screen out of. 
because oh. it creates a terrible flicker effect with the sand and the green screen. Right. And our tracking markers were not done properly. And so every single frame had to be rotoscoped. So they, they cut out every character from every frame of the final fight scene. Wow. And then we had to retrack it in order to get some of the motion. So anytime the camera moves, we didn't have any tracking information. So we had to use like a complicated 3d tracking thing in order to track the creatures. But then some of the times we'd film one creature and then we'd film the other creature separately because we would, instead of having the cameras be like the, the camera be like this so that most of the information is on like the, the wide there's more there's more lines of resolution on a on a wide gotcha, uh, yeah. camera we flip mm-hmm. it like this so we get like the the most amount of resolution for the creatures as possible so then we're tracking two separate characters but trying to create them trying to make a move together as if it's one shot so it was it was like i mean it, it literally took us three years just to do the visual effects for the final fight scene wow and then we had multiple different artists starting and stopping the project um, because it was we got a good deal with this team in Vietnam, but there was no deadline on the contract and they were using it as a way to train their artists. So mm. we had one artist come on and do a whole bunch of work and then they would move on to something else and then a new artist would come on and not understand the work that had been done and so they would need to start from scratch. So some of these shots have like 74 versions uh of each shot and yeah it, wow. I mean, it's amazing like the fact that it works as well as it does is yeah. a complete and total miracle like the and uh, the other thing was like there was one cinematographer who shot all the interior shots and then we had another cinematographer shoot the green screen stuff and then somebody else shot the drone footage so even getting the color to line up between the 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 background and the creature and then the interior of the cockpit was was wild um and then like there's a there's a shot at the end of the movie where uh it's the the we called it the mecha anus where the kid <laughs> exits the shark yeah. at the end there was no math done at all to line up like the angle of the camera the height of the camera the angle of the camera and then the because we shot so it's the actual doors of that mecha anus were on a beach and then we shot the guy in the suit on a green screen a year later with a different camera and a different cinematographer and the fact that those two things actually lined up so that that shot works is again just it's a it's a miracle i mean it's amazing that any of that final fight scene works at all wow well hey samurai guy approves i approves uh, I approved the fight, man. That was badass. Thank I you. Enjoyed it and hilarious. Because while you have all this carnage going on, you have Radu commentary on the side, yep. <laughs> rooting on our hero, saying hilarious things. I, I think he said something like, uh, "Make him your, make him your best friend, and then betray him." Yeah. Now, now was um. Was one of the one of those outtakes left in uh, when the older brother is there? Yep. Because he laughs a little yep. bit. He's like, "Punch him in the eight. No, no, punch him in the taint. Punch him in the taint." And yep. he starts laughing. He's like, "Yeah, punch him in the taint." I love how you left that in. Still, you know, with the with him breaking character and laughing. That's great. I love stuff like that. Like especially yeah. as a as somebody who 
I like I like being in on the films and like like my favorite clips from SNL are when the when the actors break character and they start laughing at their own jokes. Yeah. Like there's Carol, something... Carol Burnett. The yeah. Carol Burnett moments. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like as an audience, especially a movie like this, like I like feeling a part of it. Right. And so yeah. and and for me, um like the 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 better take or the better reaction from an audience is way better than continuity. Like I don't, I honestly don't care all that much about continuity, partially because I like finding things that are not right in movies. Like, like on, in Ace Ventura two, there's a chess table and, and one shot, there's a bunch of chess pieces on it. And the next shot, there's no chess pieces, but it makes me just sort of like, like the movie a little bit more because I see something in it that I think about every time I'm like, Oh, that's, you know, I caught that. Right. So there's yeah. a lot of that in the film. There's a lot of things that, like, if you watch it enough times, you're going to catch all these, yeah. these inconsistencies. Um, but part of leaving that in was allowing for other inconsistencies in the film because I'm like, okay, well, if if you see that we're <laughs> nodding and winking here, yeah, and all the times that it, like, wasn't actually a nod or a wink, but mm-hmm. it was just, I prefer this take, even if it doesn't cut as well into the next one, that also felt like okay, maybe we can get away with some of the the cheaper elements in the edit right. if we if we let you know like we get it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Linking at the audience and having fun—that's yeah. what it's all about—is having fun. And yep. going back to what you mentioned earlier, you know, here's a good example. You know, Star Wars, right? With the stormtrooper walking in and hitting his hand on the door. I mean, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. hilarious. And you wonder, like, how did that make? How did that still make the final edit? But it's 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 brilliant. You know, we love we love stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, really enjoyed the kaiju fight. Really had a lot of fun with this movie, man. Uh, it, it, it checks all the boxes of what Samurai Guy likes. You know, gore, Thank horror, you. creature features, comedy, over the top, uh, zaniness, and uh, you get a kaiju battle at the end. I mean, what else do you want? You know. Uh, but yeah, uh, movie members of the movie dojo army, uh, have been, have been hitting me up, my friend, when they heard about our interview, uh, some of them are already buying the Blu-ray. Oh yeah. That's right. Uh, this is a picture from shout out to James. He sent that to me. He's like, I'm ahead of the game, man. I'm ahead of the game. (laughs) But I wanted to point this out. So I, I put, um, uh, information in the description box below guys. If you guys want to buy the Blu-ray straight from Raven Banner, but not just any Blu-ray. Uh, this awesome special edition, man. Look, look at the artwork for this baby. This is epic. Uh, this version apparently comes with a CD. Is this the soundtrack, Pierce? Yep. So this is the this is the Canadian disc um, that you can get right from Raven Banner. This one comes with uh, like a soundtrack CD as well. Yeah, it's awesome and a, a unbelievable slipcover artwork there. So I put that uh, in the description box below, guys. If you guys want to go straight to Raven Banner and pick it up, uh, Pierce. Got, here I can. Oh, go I ahead. Can, let me. Uh, I'll plug this other one too. If you're in the U.S., this is the uh, this is the U.S. version, um, which also comes with uh, the soundtrack, but it's a QR code. Which, if you're watching the stream, you can just get the. QR code there, right there. There you go, guys. But it doesn't have a CD. <laughs> it just uh, it'll send you to the, uh, the. We can download it. Yeah, you can you can download the soundtrack. Um, but uh, this one's available on Amazon in the U.S. And this one, nice. actually, Raven Banner is our 
uh, Canadian distributor and our world sales agent. Um, and then in the U.S., uh, I self-distributed the movie. Okay, nice, nice, yeah. nice. But yeah, the U.S. release is is amazing too, man. I didn't know it had uh, different artwork, so that's awesome. Awesome. Yep. Yes, yeah, so there's a couple different versions out there. Yeah, you got the uh, people in chat now. They're enjoying the the artwork, man. They're like, Sparing hell yeah. Lights. That was it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I am so happy uh, for you. Uh, I know this took a long time coming, uh, but your creation is out and people are enjoying it and having a lot of fun. And that's what it's all about. My friend is, uh, you know, doing what you do, my friend and making people smile and laugh. And this is what it's all about. This shot right here. And this appeared, this, this appeared at IMAX. Yeah, that was wild. That was so crazy. That was our, our world premiere was in London and we uh, opened Fright Fest uh, 2021 and on the wow. IMAX screen at uh, like the opening night, which was really wild. It that was super is, cool. That's amazing, man. That is amazing. But yeah, I am so happy for your success. And I'm, you know, me and the Movie Dojo Army, we're looking forward to uh, what you're doing next. Thank you. Uh, any Any small spoilers or future tidbits of what? What is next for Mr. Pierce? Um, I'm writing a couple different movies at the moment. Um, okay. Mostly, mostly my time is still trying to get crabs out into as right. many people's hands as possible. Because um, in order to get a second movie made, your first movie has to do decently yeah. well. It's a business, um, yeah. yeah. But I would also love to make crabs. I have ideas for a whole crab series. And if if it does well, I'd love to do uh crabs attack as would be crabs too yes crabs like i've got a whole yes and i'd love to i'd love to make it um like like the fast and the furious took eight <laughs> movies to get to space but right. they sort of <laughs> up themselves in absurdity every single one right, right right i would love to use crabs as sort of the platform to explore absurd movie concepts and take it where each one is just a little crazier than the last Oh, and yeah, maybe even for different genres. Like, I, I have this idea for it. Wouldn't be the next one, but maybe maybe down the line it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like what happened to Radu between when you leave him in the middle of the movie of the first one and uh, see him again at the end of the movie, and it would be like after hours, like a like a film noir after hours following Radu. So anyway, I've got a whole bunch of like Crab's universe stuff I'd love to do. Oh, let's yeah, go. Crab NATO would be awesome. <laughs> also, that'd be great. Oh, I'm all for that. That sounds amazing. That's a great idea. Put put some more a little little bit more sci-fi in there, maybe some fantasy. Oh, you yeah. know, before we went live and me and Pierce were chatting, and he's got a lot of fantasy books in the in the background there. Uh any fantasy genre ideas maybe in the future? I am, yeah. I have I have two. I'm writing one. Um, I'm writing uh, chapter. I've never written a novel before, so I'm writing chapters. I'm not going to say all right a novel, but I'm, yeah, I'm writing yeah, something yeah. fantasy. And then uh, I'm writing a fantasy script, like a dark fantasy, uh, yes, sort of a ch- low budget '80s style dark fantasy movie that um, I'd love to. I love old Jim Henson stuff, and I'd yeah. love to do something in that sort of vein. Uh, but rated R and uh, like John Wick meets Dark Crystal. Oh my God. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Everybody watching, 
John Wick meets Dark Crystal. Uh, yeah. Sold. You actually had me at Dark Fantasy. You had I me there. It. You didn't have to say anything more. But uh, I love. Oh just, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. We don't get enough Dark Fantasy movies. No, we don't. We don't. Have you seen the movie Solomon Kane? Yes, I have. I like that Dude, one. Dude, that's that a, a that's a, time. It was good. That's a little. That's a little hidden gem right there. Uh, but yeah, I am all for future crabs sequels that's right go go to crab 10 that's right crabs 10 all the way to t- <laughs> uh samurai guy will be there uh munching on the popcorn having fun nice watching it but uh especially your other projects that you have uh we 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 highly await my friend we highly await for those to eventually come out in the future you have samurai guy support my friend that's right Thank you. and the movie dojo army thanks again for hanging out on the channel, sir, for the glitches, but it's when you're live, that's that's how we roll. But me and Pierce are professionals, you know, as we just kept rocking and rolling, man. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. But thanks everybody for watching. You can follow, I put a link in the description box below where you can follow Pierce. That's right, you can follow him on Instagram. Uh, buy the crabs Blu-ray. Don't forget to also go to Amazon, you can get it there as well. Pierce, like we tell all our guests here, this is your second home, baby. That's right, your second home. Come back anytime. You're always welcome, my friend. And maybe we can review Eight-Legged Freaks, man. Let's go. Let's do do it. Let's do it. Eight-Legged Freaks, baby. Uh, Before we uh, wrap it up for the day, is is there anything you'd like to say to to your supporters? Yeah, just thank you to anybody who's seen the movie or wants to see the movie. It's out everywhere. Um, If you want to just rent it, that's awesome. And uh, if you want the whole big package, the Blu-ray, uh, on Amazon, the the U.S. version, um, I I sort of had control over all of it, and so uh, it's exactly the Blu-ray that I would want. There's tons of behind-the-scenes stuff. We've got um, like storyboard animatics. There's three different commentaries, including one with Radu. Uh, he does a, a commentary of the whole movie in character, what? which is, is amazing. It's it's funnier than the movie. I mean, it's great. That's, it's awesome. That's hilarious yeah it's it's awesome and then we've got bloopers deleted scenes um we've got like an hour of straight uncut behind the scenes footage um i mean it's it's edited so that it's interesting but there's no like commentary over it or anything it's just like this is what it's like to shoot a movie um but yeah the blu-ray's packed so check out the blu-ray oh that's awesome definitely gonna have to check it out for sure uh, especially for the Radu <laughs> commentary, which I did not know was a thing, which is hilarious. I, it's such a it's such it's, a thing that I put it as like the oh, where is it? Uh, oh, I'm covering it. There you go. Oh, there you go. You highlighted it, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that that people knew about that. <laughs> Hit him in the taint. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's just too much fun, and that's what movies are all about. Uh, thank you, Pierce. Don't go anywhere, Pierce. But you guys. Uh, thank you for watching. That's right. Keep supporting uh, independent cinema. That's right. Keep supporting the horror genre, creature features, action, martial arts, all the things that we love here on the channel, baby. And if you're new here, hey, thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the old samurai guy. And don't forget uh, this Sunday, the next episode, join me and the cast and the director of Combat Zone. That's right. We will be uh, showing their short film, Martial arts, fights, and stunts, and badassity this Sunday. That's right, at 11 a.m. Pacific. So join Samurai Guy this Sunday. We're going to show the short film, have a little reaction, a little live Q&A, and having a good time 
which is what we do here on the channel. I'll see you guys there. Thanks for watching. That's right. See you on the next one. It's Take Crabs! Care.